Saying, holy shit, it has been a while, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a while since I have graced your ears. That's right, it's Mike, and uh, I think the last time you heard my voice on WrestleFania was back in SummerSlam. I was rudely interrupted by um, my douchebag of a co-host, uh, but he's not here so I can say these things. And um, then the last episode of... Um, WrestleMania was No Mercy, a Raw-centric episode, so I just let Brandon have those things. I mean, let's be honest. He doesn't have much in life. Uh, he still has a wife, quote-unquote, for now. And, um, you know, the only other thing he has is podcasting for my website. That's right, buddy, my website. And uh, all the dozens of visitors are mine. And uh, so I throw him a bone every so often and let him, let him talk into his phone, and then I stick it up on the Internet, kind of give him a feeling of glory um, for one man named Gary who voted for Brandon over myself. But I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter at all. No, I'm I'm over it. That was a lifetime ago, and I, I barely um, remember at Farm Tile 38. Barely remember at all. But that's, that's not, um, has nothing to do with right now. Look, Brandon and I are okay. You know, he, he knows I don't like him. And he knows that he doesn't like him. So he likes me, obviously. I mean, you should see the way he, when he writes me letters. And I'm not talking emails. I'm not talking tweets. I'm talking he writes me letters, pen to paper. He licks the envelope himself. You could tell because the envelope smells like bacon. And he sends it to me through the mail at least a couple times a month. And, you know, they're, they're lovely. And you kind of like, I glance at them before I throw them in the trash. But they seem like they're probably well written. Um, but anyway, again, has nothing to do with right now. Right now is really about professional wrestling, sports entertainment, right? Isn't that what all you people are listening to this for? We have a show. We have a show this Sunday night, and of course it's Friday. I wait until the last possible minute to get my predictions and talk about each match. And it's the big one. It's one of the big ones, I think. Um, well, at least it's got a big giant cage. It's a hell in a cell. I remember, I, I probably talked about this before, and I'm sure I'll say it again, um, a few years ago, before the network, uh, we got together 
uh, Brandon's brother, my brother and myself, might have been other people, and we, I don't think Brandon was there. No offense, we didn't invite him, but he might have been in Brooklyn. I don't really care. Uh, and we got Hell in a Cell, Ryback versus CM Punk. And I, again, had no idea. I thought every match was going to be inside the Hell in a Cell. That's how little I knew. Um, but no, there was a match with Justin Gabriel on a pay-per-view. And I thought, what the hell did I just pay $20 for? Because that's what I pitched in. It's a whole different world now. If the pay-per-views are great, awesome. If they're not that great, you know, it's still better than nothing. And it's a long weekend. So Sunday night, I'll be hopped up on caffeine, sitting in front of my couch, tweeting to you live during Hell in a Cell at WrestleWatcher. But, I mean, really, the way I want to do this, the way I'm always going to do this, is kind of just talking about SmackDown and um, going through every match. I have a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches and a pre-show match. Uh, And we can kind of just talk about SmackDown as we go through each match and I have no particular order except for the pre-show match which I'm going to be completely honest with you I have no idea where this match came from I feel like I've been pretty good at keeping up with Smackdown Uh, if I don't watch every episode live I try to fast forward through it every week but I have no recollection of this match being booked of this match being talked about of there any sort of rivalry thing happening so I'm either fast-forwarding too much or I'm just not doing a very good job because I forgot that Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin were a thing, okay? And they're going to be taking on the Hypros in the pre-show match live on Yahoo, um, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter. I don't know if it's on Snappy Chat. I don't know. It's probably not on Google+, Plus, but I'll be watching it here on the WWE Network. Yeah, I mean, I talked, I've already talked more about this match than I thought I would. The Hype Bros, okay. Yeah, they're still a thing. Um, that's fine. Uh, I think, okay, okay. Well, 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 I'm getting a memory. Um, what's his name? The uh, Zack Ryder has been kind of being a bitchy guy. And, of course, Mojo's always just like a dopey, happy guy. So maybe there's kind of a, a, um, a split happening, a rift between those two. Either way, I spent way too much time talking about this. Um, but at least I'm not talking about Brandon, right, Gary? Uh, Gable and Benjamin, they're going to win this. No doubt. Maybe it'll lead to a, uh, the mega powers, the hype bros um, uh, collapsing. You know, I'm going to predict that. I'm going to predict Gable and ben- Benjamin uh, win. And Zack Ryder turns on Mojo Raleigh. Okay. Um, and now I, I think I put these matches in order of my interest in them. So why don't we start right off with Randy Orton versus Rusev? I don't care. Now, that being said, I have enjoyed Rusev with Aiden English. I always enjoyed Rusev. I like the extra touch. Um, they took Lana away from them, but they gave him this Aiden English kind of... Uh, Yawn. They gave him Aiden English as kind of a crony, a guy who looks up to him, a guy who can you know sing for him and do all these these um, just kind of kiss assery things, and be there to get beat up by Randy Orton, which I believe is what happened in the last episode. He definitely took a um, RKO out of nowhere, and you know they're coming from out of nowhere when they really zoom in on the guy, and so they don't you don't see Randy coming, um, so they're not that out of nowhere. 
But um, look, Randy beat him at SummerSlam. I think Randy's going to beat him again. Unless somehow uh, Indian English gets involved, I'm picking Randy Orton to win this one. Oh my God. That's how much I'm interested in that match. The next match that I'm semi-interested in, only because it's got one of my favorites in there, AJ Styles, quickly became one of my favorites, taking on Boring Corbin. No, you know, the story with Baron Corbin was that he, um, he like tore apart uh, one of the WWE doctors, just like ripped him to shreds, screamed at him in front of everybody when he was talking about concussions. Uh, Corbin's former football player, and he's in on that concussion protocol lawsuit against the NFL. And I guess this doctor was also um, a doctor who didn't look very good in that concussion movie. Uh, so you, he probably ripped him apart, you know, thinking that the guy was downplaying concussions. I don't know much about it, but I don't know if that helped Corbin very much. It's so tiring. Uh, I don't know if that helped Cor- Corbin very much in the locker room, but he still has a match. Uh, he did lose the, 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 the briefcase, but he still has a match with AJ Styles. And I know they've been working um, the perfect 10, 10. 10, 10. I can't think of his name. He's kind of been in there as well, just kind of on the peripheral. But um, so I'm not sure if he's going to be there. I'm really bad at this SmackDown shit. I mean, I'm almost at the I'm almost at Brandon level bad. If I was talking into my phone while walking um, to work or back, you know, I'd, I'd be at his level. Um, but look, Baron Corbin does have a match with AJ Styles. AJ Styles is going to beat Baron Corbin. They're not giving him AJ Styles. They're not letting him beat him. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not having it. No way. No how. No. 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 I'm putting little check marks. Um, Dolph Ziggler. Years ago, I became a huge Dolph Ziggler fan based on his in-ring ability. He wasn't doing a crazy amount of stuff outside the ring. wasn't showing tons of personality. Just was a tough sob was always with Vicky, then he was with AJ, um, Lee, and Big E. Um, that's when he won the, uh, the world championship with the briefcase, and that was a great, great moment. Um, and he's still, you know, very talented in the ring, but, and I used to say, Ziggler rising, this is his moment, he's going to get big, he's going to go big. It never really happened. Um, he's had his moments here and there. And I don't think this right now is one of his moments. You know, he's doing the whole... I'm so disenfranchised. And all you, all you people want are, you know, uh, theatrics and, and funny and fun entrances and crazy entrances and music. That's all you care about. And, of course, who comes out to confront him but someone with a really cool entrance, Bobby Roode. Um, I miss heel Bobby Roode from NXT. He was great. Face Bobby Roode, I'm still getting used to. But he's still glorious. And I'm sure this match could possibly be the show stealer. Um, but I realize it's not in a hell in a cell, so it's not going to be the show stealer. So, um, in fact, there's no way this match is going to steal a show compared on the last, the, the big two hell in a cell matches, but it's going to be a solid match. It should be a solid match. That being said, Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler is there, uh, for you to be put over. Bobby Roode is winning. Dolph Ziggler will be, um, the loser. Now, the next match I have on my list uh, is Charlotte Flair 
versus Natalia. Now, I seem to remember they had a pretty awesome match in NXT years ago. Um, Natalia is a pro. She's been doing this uh, a long time. Charlotte is, uh, you know, just the flair apparent. I don't know if that's something. I don't know if that's been said, but the flair apparent. Um, yeah, Charlotte's going to win this. I don't know if she's going to do a moonsault off something, but I think it's her time to hold the belt high above, um, kind of get her dad um, to tweet, woo, from his hospital room, or if he's home, I don't know. Um, but Charlotte, you know, Natalia, it was nice of you to have this belt. Now it's time for Charlotte to take it. And um, I don't know what that means. Um, I mean, I would I would have thought at one point that would mean that Asuka was coming, but Asuka's going to Raw, so I don't know what's next for Charlotte. I don't know if this is going to be another match with Natalia, but Sunday night, she's raising that white and blue belt as the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Now, speaking of new champions in SmackDown, there's going to be a lot of them, okay? There's going to be a lot of them. There's two Hell in a Cell matches, and this match, this match is going to be freaking bonkers. That's right. I said freaking, okay? It's going to be fucking bonkers. Usos versus New Day. These guys are going to go all out inside the Hell in a Cell. I don't know. It's going to be some crazy flippies and some jumping and some falling and people looking like they're getting destroyed. Hopefully no one gets injured. But... In the flippity floppity era of these two guys, these two teams um, fighting each other, and the Usos have been just spot on awesome. The Usos are going to win and become the new WWE SmackDown World Tag Team Champions. That's right. Ooh, so that's your champion. And I don't. These guys can fight each other again next month and just keep doing it forever. I don't care. Okay, they mix it up enough. They do crazy shit. Um, and you could switch out two of the three new day. One of the guys every time in new day. So I say fight forever. Usos win. New champions. Someone who I don't want to fight forever is Shinsuke versus Jinder. Um, look, I think Jinder has done wonders with the belt as far as getting heat, um, taking the ball and running with it. It hasn't been, people don't love it. Um, you know, maybe it's not the best thing in the world, but I think he's done his best with it. And I think he should be commended for that. You know, he's gotten some heat for some of the racial stuff he's been doing with, uh, against Shinsuke. But all to me, all it makes him is uh, more hated and more of a hypocrite. And that's the point. But here's also the point. We're going to get a new WWE champion. We're getting a new women's champion, a new tag team champion, and a new WWE champion. I can't see Jinder and Shinsuke fighting a third time. I don't want to see Jinder and Shinsuke fighting a new tie. But then what happens with Jinder? If he doesn't, if he's not the champion anymore, what is he? Is he the guy chasing the champion? Okay, I guess I could see that. So maybe there is another match. Um, but I think this Sunday night, the match is going to be ending with uh, Kinshasa and Shinsuke raising the belt over his head. Hmm. But then there's the Singh brothers. One of those dudes is going to take a crazy bump off the cell. I mean, they already did it off the Punjabi prison. 
Um, but the, And I hate to say it, but I love that SmackDown has the tables down by the ring. So we're going to see some serious shit. Um, yeah, Shinsuke's going to win. One of the Singh brothers is going to do some death-defying move. Oh, wait, there's no hell in the cell. They're not in the cell. Oh, okay. Hmm, so they can get involved. They're not in the cell. There's no crazy bump they're going to take. You know what? They can't take a crazy bump. That's for later. Uh, but Shinsuke's still going to win. I just I picked it. I already wrote it down. I can't, no takes backs. No take backs. Um, and that leads us to what better be the main event. The best story going on in SmackDown. Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens. They have given Kevin Owens the key to the city, as far as I'm concerned. They're putting him with Shane. They're allowing him to insult the McMahon family. They're allowing him to beat the shit out of Shane. They're doing this whole uh, thing where he's, uh, you know, being the, the puss and running out of the crowd, um, you know, through the crowd. They beat up. He beat up Shane in the up in the you know outside of the lobby of the arena last week. And of course, yes, Vince came back just to get the shit kicked out of him by Kevin Owens. This guy is a made man. This guy is the best. Uh, this guy is going to win. He is going to win. There's no way I think Shane can win this game, this match. Unless some shenanigans of some way, some way get involved, I am picking Kevin Owens to beat Shane. But it, not just beat him. He said he's going to throw him off the cage. Now, Shane has jumped off the cage before. We've seen a man get thrown off the cage before. Do they chance it? Do they actually somehow get Kevin Owens to jump off the to throw Shane off the cage? Or do they get it where he almost throws Shane off the cage and he falls off the cage? Is somebody falling off the cage? That that's the question. That's what excites me the most about Sunday night. That and the fact that I don't have to get up Monday morning. Someone's falling off that cage in this match. And it's probably gonna be Shane, because he's the one who does all the crazy shit. Um but that alone is worth the nine ninety nine that you know PayPal just took from me. Um, I mean, I'm excited. Are you? Do me a favor. If you're listening to this right now, you're either subscribed or you're over at fans.experts.com. Now, if you're subscribed, if you do me a favor and go over to fans.experts.com, maybe leave a maybe leave a comment. Uh, in this posting for this episode. More importantly, um, go to iTunes if you could. Ooh, what's that? That's my refrigerator. Go to iTunes if you could. Uh, leave a message. Leave some kind of review. Tell me you hate me. Tell me Brandon's the worst. Tell me Brandon's awful. Um, just anything. Just to see if you're out there. Be greatly appreciated. I prefer you tell me you love me. And yes, you even love Brandon. I got to see Brandon last week at uh, his brother. NH Punk on Twitter. I got to see him at NH Punk's birthday. Uh, we posted a couple pictures up. It was awesome to see him because all we do is pick on each other. And I, 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 at one point I dove and, and I ate a chicken finger. I ate a, a chicken wing right out of his hand. Uh, and we just laugh, constantly laughing. That's the best. It was awesome to see him. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's never awesome to see him, I guess. It was, it was, it was okay to see him. Under the circumstances, the circumstances were fun. It was great to see all three of my cousins uh, in, in 
I shouldn't say all three. I mean, the three of that family, two from another family. They were, my cousins were there. Um, but only two of them have been, ever been on this podcast. Uh, but it was a fun time. And uh, you can follow them. Of course, Brandon at Russell Brand. And again, Joe at NH Punk. And um, I mean, that's it, my friends. It's Friday night. Tomorrow, actually, my wife and I are babysitting these, our friends' kids. And we're going to some farm. I'm doing. I'm going to be like, uh, like country man tomorrow. Like looking at pumpkins. Uh, I don't know if I'm milking a cow. I'm not milking a cow. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm probably going to be eating pie. So there's going to be pie involved. Uh, pumpkins, pies, a hayride. Oh, I can't wait. Um, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. But then Sunday, nothing. I have nothing planned. Which means I have to go grocery shopping. Great, wonderful, awesome. But then nothing. The Patriots aren't even on. Football. Then I watch the Red Sox probably lose their third game to the Astros and ends that. And then I get ready for hell in a cell. I'm excited. You should be excited. It's going to be a fun time. Thank you guys for listening. Follow along with me that night at Russell Watcher. And um, I got nothing else. So I'm going to steal this line from Brandon. Peace. Fans not experts.